We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the DGD podcast. As always, Robert Reynolds, Kobe Pierce, Juan Daniels. Guys, happy Monday. Happy Monday. Monday. Happy Monday. Uh, So listen, there's some stuff that happened over the weekend, and I think this might be worth addressing. And we'll keep it short because we've got a loaded show. Uh, We're going and doing our own Mount Rushmore today. Uh, And listen, because there's been so much going on, in, in the in the entirety of Georgia football, we're doing two Mount Rushmores. We're going to do a players only and a non-players on, uh, only as well. So two Mount Rushmores we're going to a lot to talk about. But first, the show is brought to you by our friends over at Apotheos Roastery. Uh, 30 years of experience right out of Kennesaw. Listen, they support the Classic City Collective, the official – uh, they are the official coffee and cold brew partner of the collective. Um, use Go to dgdpodcast.com forward slash apotheos. Click shop when you see it and use that link. And whenever you buy any blend of coffee, 20% of the proceeds go directly to the Classic City Collective. Make sure you sign up as well. You can get subscriptions for that coffee as well. Uh, listen, Classic City Collective Dark Roast is, is probably my favorite so far. Um I can't wait to try them all just so I can say that I did and to find out which one is the favorite. Uh, just thought that right there. Also, give them a follow on Instagram. Uh, Instagram, uh, their handle is Apotheos Roastery and Twitter is Apotheos Coffee. Go follow them and then go check out the link, dgdpodcast.com forward slash Apotheos. Juan, your bane, the bane of your existence um, got arrested over the weekend. Uh, public intoxication. That's not uh, true. Keely Ringo, I've read, was training all weekend. Oh, well, I guess now we got to figure out which one is the true bane of his existence. Uh, we'll go for just for the sake of the entertainment here. We're going to say Stetson is because, but uh, Stetson got arrested over the weekend, uh, public intoxication out in Dallas. Uh, listen, I'm just going to let y'all know right now. I think it was just a salty ass TCU fan still. That's all I'm going to say. Change my mind. But uh, what do you, we'll make this quick because we got to get into our Mount Rushmore. So what are y'all's overall takeaways from that? Don't give the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth down. Go ahead, Kobe. Um, I'm kind of with Juan. I mean, it's 
it's one of those arrests that it's like, okay, cool. He was knocking on a couple doors, but you know. I think a lot of people, especially the the Stetson haters. I'm not gonna say one's a true hater, but like the people that like that like genuinely want to see this guy's downfall, like we're just eating this alive. And I'm like, it's really, it's really not that big of a deal. It's not a DUI. It's not you know DUI is a lot different. But a public intoxication, I don't think people really understand just how easy it is to get that. I mean, you could give out about forty five thousand of those every home game weekend in Athens. I mean, I mean, there, I mean, there's food for thought, folks. Uh, but enough about that. Obviously, I think that's just the news. Listen, you ain't gonna hear anything else out of it for us. I don't think that's gonna be a big, defi- big detractor for him. Just gotta lay off the pappy, okay? Just lay off the pappy. It's that simple. Um, with that being said, shall we jump into the Mount Rushmore? Um, first off, we'll, we'll start. Uh, we're going to let Juan choose. Juan, do you want to do the players or the non-players first? Um, I, I want to go with the non-players. Um, all right. Ooh, all right. So you want to do that? The criteria for the non-player Mount Rushmore. It's pretty simple, folks. You can't use them as a player. So their playing career has no impact on your decision to use them on a Mount Rushmore. So if you try to say, for instance, Kirby Smart's going to be a hot topic, I know. If Kirby, you, if you want to choose Kirby Smart, you're either going to pick him in the players and you can't look, you can't use his coaching experience or a coaching resume. Or if you wanted to use him as a coach, you can't use his playing career in that Mount Rushmore. It has to be strictly off the one or the other. So hopefully that makes sense for some folks. Uh, Juan, do y'all want to read some of the uh, – so we put this poll out on Twitter, and I think there were some interesting comments, interesting ones, okay? Uh, let's let's read through one here. I think this is a good one. So we'll come back to this, but the non-players, right, uh, Tony O underscore UJ says his four are Vince Dooley, Larry Munson, Dan McGill, and Ugga. Ugga. Um, Juan – you know, I think that's an interesting one, but let's go ahead and let's explain your Mount Rushmore. Okay. Um, you know, so my my non-players, uh, my number one is going to be Vince Dooley. When I think about Georgia football, I just I, I think of Vince Dooley, and uh, you know, having uh, you know, it, you know, you'd watch games and you know they would just talk about you know he would rush just as about as many yards as as, as Herschel Walker did. <laughs> you know, you've never seen a more animated guy on the sidelines than, than you would see with, uh, with Vince Dooley. My other coach is going to be Kirby. Um, you know, what, what Kirby has brought to this university and it's not just about championships. He's brought a lot of guys home. He's brought Bobo home. He's bought, you know, brought Muschamp home. You see McClendon is home. And, and, and to me, um, he just, you know, uh, you know, embodies what it is to be, a true Georgia Bulldog and truly love your, you know, tr- truly love you, uh, you know, love your home. Uh, the other one is Irk Russell, um, you know, that iconic where he's sitting there headbutting people and he's got, you know, blood, you know, going down this, the side of his head. And, and, and that, that, that junkyard defense was just outstanding. Um, you know, he, he just was, you know, tough grit, you know, and just like hunker down. And then speaking of hunker down, um, you know, you can't be a Georgia fan and not know about Larry Munson. Larry Munson, 
was just everything when it came to Georgia football. To hear his calls, the hobnail boot, uh, run, Lindsey, run. And, you know, and, and he's the only guy that can make a two to three yard gain sound like it was just something life changing and something great. Uh, so that's that's, you know, my my non players when it comes to uh, the, the Mount Rushmore for Georgia. I mean, that's an excellent list, and that's a great way to start us off. Um, listen, I, I see Adonis in here. No Tebow, okay? No Tebow, no Spurrier. Get that Gator garbage out of here, folks. Yeah. Get, don't let it happen. Don't let it happen at all. I mean, how about this? You know, you can cre create your own, Adonis. Create your own, and we'll read it out to the folks, <laughs> and then we'll let everybody in the comments roast you for being a Florida fan that you really are. Um. I think, sorry, I got me got me all flustered. I don't want that gator gator garbage in here. Um, you know, obviously you, you you mentioned some excellent names, right? Um, Kobe, do you want to take this or do you want me to go? I, actually, you know what? I'll let you go. Yeah, okay. What, what are your what are your four non players? Yeah, I'm a I'm gonna try to keep it you know just a little bit different than one. Um, just in my experiences and like my life as a. As a Georgia fan, try to show Juan's age a little bit too. Um, for me, I think still you have to go Vince Dooley. You know, I still think that there there is the standard, and you know, there's a reason it's Dooley Field. There's a reason you know a lot of things in Georgia athletics are the way they are, and it all kind of starts with him. So, to me, he's always got to be the top of the list. I think obviously over the past two years, Kirby has cemented himself on that Rushmore. Um, as well. I think that, you know, there were some questions along the early years of, you know, is he going to be able to get the monkey off his back? Is he finally going to be able to, you know, beat, beat Saban? And he's done that. And then he's exceeded expectations by, you know, going back to back this year. Um, next, I'm going I'm to go Ugga, but I'm actually going to take it a step farther and I'm going to go Ugga 10, the current Ugga the back-to-back -back national championship Ugga, the winningest Ugga ever, all those things. But still, I'm, still up, I'm still upset. I'm still upset that he wasn't able to go out to uh, Los Angeles. I understand why, but I really wish he would have been there to be able to see that back-to-back beatdown. Yeah, but so, <laughs> yeah. so Ugga, Ugga 10 specifically, and then my little curveball is going to be um, something a little bit more new, new age, but I think he makes a – tremendous impact on this uh football program and the guys and stuff but i'm actually going to scott sinclair the head strength coach since kirby got here i think okay. that what okay. he's done in the weight room the mentality he's brought to our players the fourth quarter program that he's implemented in his own way here i just think that you know when you're enjoying those beatdowns in the fourth quarter when you're enjoying those you know you're running the ball for 270 in a national championship game. I definitely think that, you know, he he shoulders a lot of that um, in what he does to the guys from January up until football season. So they're in it right now, heavy squatting, you know, running, doing things that when people aren't watching. And so I don't know if he gets enough credit during actual football season for what he does during the offseason. No doubt. So we'll read here. Uh, so I'll mention, listen, if you're watching this either live or after, live or after the show, let's 
drop your comment with your uh, with your Mount Rushmore's. I want to hear them and we'll read them out here um, as Pat drops in here and chimes in. Dooley, Munson, Kirby, and Uga X. Mm-mm-mm. What an elite list that is. Just going to leave that there. Um, let's go to another. I think there was another one here. Let's see here. Was it this one? Yeah. So uh, Caleb or yeah, Caleb B2B National Championships has Kirby Dooley Mark Ritt. First time hearing that name. And Glenn Schumann. Um, that's that's different. I, I do love the fact that Mark Ritt was in there because Mark Ritt, while he didn't win a national title, he did elevate the program a little bit as well. And the genuine, the genuine personalities of these players, right? You, I guarantee you, you can't tell me a player, in my, at least that I know of, if there's a player that played under Mark Richt at Georgia that despises him, please come on and let me know because I really want to hear the story on what happened because I've never heard, I've never heard a single soul that played it or anyone at Georgia that had played under him have anything necessarily bad to say from a, from a him as a person. Now, coaching, there's sometimes where you come underwhelmed, you know, underperform and underwhelmed. But ultimately, like the genuine type player he is, it created that family culture here. Like, I, I'm completely on board with that. Uh, so I love that name. And Glenn Schumann, though. I mean, Glenn Schumann, part of the back-to-back titles. And listen, if I'm not, I'm going to have to make the assumption here, but could he arguably, could he arguably, be the best DC that we've had under Kirby Smart so far. Maybe, maybe. Uh, okay, so Adonis also chimed in. I'm after Adonis's comment. I'm going to give you mine. Uh, but Adonis, the bane of my existence. Smart, Dooley, Munson, and Rick. And that's like again, that's a that's a great list. There's so many, you know. There's so many that you could just na- name off. Um, if I'm going my four here, I'm gonna start off. I want to say it's Ugga five. I want to say it's Ugga five. Listen, he bit the Auburn player, folks. What else do you need? That That is a DGD if I've ever heard one. I'm just going to let you know because fuck Auburn, that's why. Sorry, sorry, Juan. No, that's good. I, I was actually at that game. I, was, I actually played in that game. Oh, yep. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, listen, Ugga X is right there too because, I mean, my man, my man wins, right? Like, my man wins, eats, lives good, eats good. Peter will not cancel him, by the way. Uh, get out of here with that. But I'll go five, man. Like, mm, mm, mm. just going to leave that there. That's all I'm going to say. Because if you buy that Auburn player, you you earn my respect. That's just going to leave that there. Um, second one, I, I think we all know, you, you look at, you know, Kirby Smart, Already got the most national titles, and that's what seven, eight years in on the job. And God knows how long he wants to continue here. So you could see more. Um, but he is he he took what Mark Rick did and elevated it to a point where now you're a national powerhouse. Georgia was always it seems like outside of the '90s era uh, when Juan was not playing in the '90s that you know Georgia was always been a consistent program, consistently good program. But since Kirby Smart has gotten here, there's no question you're recruiting at an elite level, you're performing on the field at an elite level, and what else? And that's to the tune of two national titles and potentially three if you really want to go back in the heartbreak of 2017-2018 season. Just going to leave that there. So 
he's still, like I said, you still got two. You're on par for three. I think there could be a po- uh, possibility for three. All right, we'll talk more about that as the season progresses. Uh, that's that's my two. Um, apparently, Pat wants to add one's bald head as an honorable mention. Listen, I mean, Mount Rushmore is solid stone. So, But Black Adonis said the box cut one was elite. <laughs> one had a bell. Oh, one I'll, had a box cut. I'll, I'll have to send you. I'll have to send you the picture. See, I see. I always knew. I always saw you with the helmet on. Yeah, it, it's. Right. I, I'll send you a picture. You could you could throw oh. it up there next time. It's pretty bad. Oh my god, it's bad. No, it's come bad. on. It could be worse. It could be worse. Um, no, it's it's worse. It's oh worse. Boy. Than bad. Oh boy. All right. So so like I said, I got Uga five. Kirby Smart. You cannot leave out Vince Dooley. Just obviously, I was not a, like I was not around to watch him you know, coach like that. I was born in 91. So, I mean, ultimately I caught the, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I I caught Kobe off guard there, right? Like I didn't get to see him win the championship in 80, but we always look at what Georgia has built and and it starts with Vince Dooley. He's, he's the name. He is the coach that you always associate with at the university of Georgia. And, and and I felt like rightfully so, because you have Sanford, you know, you have Dooley field at Sanford stadium. It's just, it's just fitting. Uh, and, And my, and my four, my four, I think it's Jesus Christ, Adonis. He had he had three XL shoulder pads and a crop top jersey. You know, he's trying to make me not elite today, man. He's he's trying to make me not elite today. Um, you, you cannot have you cannot have a Mount Rushmore without Larry Munson. You, you just can't, right? Like when when you take a look at play callers or you know what I mean, like voice commentators, right? Like. Scott Howard today. No discredit to Scott Howard whatsoever because he's had some he's had some elite play calls or you know calling the game. He's had some elite calls, folks. But Larry Munson made you feel legitimately like you were one of he was one of you, and it was just that it's just different feel, right? Like just all you got to do is go back. Like it's not even real time. I, I go back and watch that and listen to it. And it just makes you feel on your on the edge of your seat, and, and you're nervous. And then when he when you win, I, I think Juan he called yours he called yours a couple times too, right? He called a couple games for you. All of mine, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, so he all of mine. He he was he was fantastic. I mean, he yeah. was absolutely fantastic. And so this is, he, and this is no dig at, at Scott Howard at all. This is and not Scott, whatsoever. Scott, Scott, if you hear this, I'm sorry. I, I, really, <laughs> I really love you. This is not personal. Yeah, but, it's um, you know, legends the, legends. the call in the Ohio State game. Has anybody heard the Ohio State game radio no, call? No. Good. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I I mean, I wasn't the biggest fan in like that moment. Like to to me the I don't know. When you when you think about some of some of Munson's um biggest what you got the hunker down. But, like, I mean, when I just think of some of his biggest calls and how iconic they were, and then I think about, like, his call in that Ohio State game this year, it's like it just will never – I'll never listen to that and be like, you know, that that's one of the top ten best calls I've ever heard. You know, I, I, will, I will tell you this, though. To, to defend Scott Howard, we, we look at that right there as maybe one that could have been done better. And, and listen, we're not, we're not critiquing it too much, but I will say – that Rose Bowl call, Swift running it back to Philadelphia, 
Like, and then, you know, even call now, keep in mind 2021 national championship, our first one, right? He was sick as shit in that. Like, sick as shit. You could hear it. But the fact that he went on and, and, and called that entire game just purely just like sick as a damn dog, that, that tells me stuff that I need to know too. He genuinely cares about it, right? Like, you, you just have to do that. Um, it, it seems like they're roasting Juan today in the chat. Juan's kind of just sitting back chilling about this. Um, Juan, did you play in black and white on tube TV? Yeah, I, I obviously I did. <laughs> Actually, and my game the highlights. Damn. No, uh, my games were like you could watch them if you take a book and you know how you write in pencil like on once on every page and you flip oh, it real God. fast. That's oh, that's basically what it, what it looked like. Jesus Christ! Patrick said it. They they were telegraph highlights. <laughs> um, oh, geez, got you got glory, glory on uh, eight track. My eight track. <laughs> Yeah, not even the Walkman either. <laughs> Translation wants quirky. No, I'll tell you what, though. You know, when you look, when you hear the voice of the, when you hear the voice of Georgia football, right, and you go back to Munson, there there were so many interesting play, uh, like, series of events, right? Everybody knows Run, Lindsay, Run. My God, a freshman. <laughs> Hob, no, food. What? All right. No, so last comment, and then I'm gonna get back onto my hot. Uh, Mike Adonis, hot yeah, he, he's really doing it. So, thing. so he says, if you look closer, <laughs> if you look closely, you can see Juan running behind Lindsey Scott. The call was actually Juan <sighs> Lindsey Juan. Oh, boy, Juan. Apparently, Pat said they're doing the Lord's work today. Is this true? Apparently so. Sad. Apparently yeah. so. That's that's one of the better ones we've had in a while. That was, that was good. That, that really was. That really good. was. That, you got him laughing good. 20 minutes in, ultimately. So, yeah. I mean, it's pretty kudos. damn impressive to me. Kudos today, Black Adonis. That was yeah, he, yeah, he did it today. That was creative. You know, because <laughs> now, I, like, I really want to look close at that at that at that run to see if I <laughs> if I really care. <laughs> I want to know: Can we edit? Can we edit Juan running behind, like out running <laughs> into the end zone? Yeah, okay. like. Oh, yeah. I'll be, be down. I'll be down. <laughs> uh, but no, I guess going back to my topic here, what I was talking about, um, when you when you look at and you listen to Larry Munson, right? Like everybody's familiar with, you know, Run Lindsay Run. Like I said, you got the member ones. My God, a freshman, the Herschel moment. You've got Hobnail Boot, which Tennessee fans to this day still despise that shit. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, so much so that they took a jab at when uh, when Josh Dobbs threw that Hail Mary. They called it the Dobnail Boot. Uh, but Tennessee ain't been the same since. Uh, don't at me with that. But, um, you know, one of my favorite ones, though, one was the entire touchdown drive against Georgia Tech. And, and, like, it was so common to hear him, like, oh, my God, a touchdown. And his, and his voice, man, it, like, it, it's that iconic voice. It yeah. really is. Yeah. It, it's just – and, like I said, Scott, Scott Howard, if you're listening to this, we love you. It is nothing personal. You do an excellent job. Trust me, I promise. But there's just it's so hard to it's so hard to replace an iconic legend like Larry Munson. And with that being said, there's no if, if you don't have Larry Munson on your Mount Rushmore for Georgia football in regards to non-players, if you want to go that way, I have to question your Georgia, I have to question the UGA card at that point. Yeah. Juan, you one no, there was no one. No, and damn good and well, he just heard me read off my four people. Yeah, 
Yeah. 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 He he basically open hand slapped you, but he did. He did. <laughs> we, we'll make an exception for Kobe. How about that? If you if you didn't play, how about this? If you didn't play, maybe he had Kobe. that. He had that. You notice one? He had that in his pocket. <laughs> he did. He was like he was he, like. He, he couldn't even wait. Earlier, he was like, should I go or do you want to go? You know what? We'll let you go. Yeah. And he yeah. knew then. He, it was it was ready to rock. Yeah. Yeah. He had that plan last week, yeah. man. He just yeah. – he couldn't even wait. Yeah. Good. And premeditated. Good. Premeditated. Put him away. Lock him up. First degree. First degree. Um, Juan, Juan, you talked about this offline. Uh, you want to do – you want to do something different here. You want to do another Mount Rushmore, but for – play the people that you played with correct or just just players just in general okay i, yeah, I yeah. sent him i sent him that that i sent him that message yeah oh okay i Got put you. one period yeah that's that okay so that's what threw you off yep sorry so kobe let me ref, let me go back and backtrack here you want to do one that you want to do a mountain rushmore for players that you played with correct yes Yes. With that being said, okay. So listen, we're going to throw a curveball here, folks. We'll do three for Kobe and Juan if he chooses. I'm sticking to the two because obviously I didn't play at Georgia. It's that simple. Uh, Kobe, I'll let you break that down. What's your what's your uh, what's your Mount Rushmore for players that you played with? Um, I think I'm going to start out. Nick Chubb is going to be my my first top of the top of the mountain. I think he had such a phenomenal freshman year. Um, you know, with, with, we had Todd, Todd goes out NCAA and then he also gets hurt. You know, Nick runs for like 1500 yards as a freshman, just unbelievable. Um, into his sophomore year, you know, we're building a lot of Heisman hype this sophomore year. He's had like 13 games in a row that he's run for at least a hundred yards. Um, and you know, then he has a really, really, horrific injury to his knee that, and, that Tennessee and, that yeah that Tennessee injury was ugh. and, and ugh. people are saying you know he's never going to be the same he, he may never play again he comes out he does unbelievable job rehabbing comes out his junior year um you know looks good but it doesn't look like the Nick Chubb we we once saw and then decides to you know come back for a senior year I mean he just left to me any doubt that he could be you know, the second best running back to ever play here um, in the dust. So he, he he's going to start it off all, along with that 2017. I'm going to go Roquan. I mean, dude's just phenomenal. Highest paid linebacker in the NFL right now. Um, you know, first Buckus Award winner here. Won the Buckus again this year for the best pro professional um, linebacker. I mean, just overall, both these guys not only are great football players, but great guys like, you know, talk to you, super personal, whatever um, you kind of need them to do. Next, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of keeping the train rolling here with Jordan Davis. You know, unbelievable player, but also unbelievable person. You know, he kind of cemented that interior of that defensive line last year. Um, you know, just, just really good guy, would do anything for you, would do anything for anybody. You know, I think he, he deserves a spot. And then – you know, Juan, I'm going to go to the quarterback that, that won back-to-back -back natties. I played with him um, when he was a walk-on, partied with him when he was a walk-on, you know, uh -huh. played with him again when he came back on scholarship for a couple years. And uh, I think he he has a 
He has a out of my four years, he deserves to be up there. I'm surprised no you didn't say hot rod. No I'm, I'm with I'm with Adonis. No hot rod. No hot rod. Now no you were rod. now you were now you were a long snapper for punting, right? You you were the punt. Hey, special teams matters, folks. I'm just gonna let y'all know that right there. Oh man. I mean, hell, I mean, Kobe, you were a long snapper at Georgia, so it shows you. Hey, special teams matters, man. It, it does. It doesn't mean you deserve to be. It doesn't, it doesn't mean. It doesn't mean you deserve to be one of the four best players that I played with. I mean, I mean, there were some elite snaps, if I'm not mistaken. There, I mean, there were. I mean, there. The I played with two, snaps. I played with two NFL, three NFL. Three, three and a half, depending on how. I mean, Jake Camarda I played with. He punts in the NFL. Nick Moore, long snapped ahead of me. He plays in the NFL. Hot Rod kicks here and there in the NFL if he can make a roster again. I think he would. I, I, listen, I think he has to at some point. Cam Nizelec I mean, in 2017. Yeah. He's bounced yeah. around a couple practice squads. Um, I think he's playing in the XFL currently. I mean, we have some good specialists that played here. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, if you're, if I'm having a, you know, draft, and you're giving me the first pick. I'm not taking one of them. I'm taking Nick Chubb. You know, you know. There you go. Look at that. Look at that. Adonis Adonis wanted the smoke, and Kobe brought it all. All right, Juan. Do you do you want to take a crack at the Mount Rushmore for guys that you've played with, um, or do you want to hold off on it? Well, I want to do. I want to just do half and half, like two I played with, and then two just that I just think. Okay, listen. Time. Hey, we'll do that. That's fine. Um, what you got? Um. The uh, I'll start with the the all time. I mean Herschel Walker. I mean that's just a that that's the no ifs ands or buts about it. I mean he was just outstanding. You got um, and then you got Matthew Stafford um, was just you know he he was just awesome. Um, uh, unfortunately they just didn't you know didn't win a, a a championship. If they were in the format now, then they they would have probably won a national championship. Um, you know I think it was two thousand seven. Um, and then also too, you look at it, he's he's you know one of the dogs that won the Super Bowl. Uh, for the two guys that I played with, uh, Champ Bailey, just outstanding. He was a he was a freshman when I was a senior, but you could see right then just his his technique, the way that he played was you know was just awesome. He goes on to the NFL and and, and does unbelievable. Is in the Hall of Fame, and then of course uh, Heinz Ward, um, just probably one of the hardest working guys, most humble, nicest guys that you'll that you'll ever meet, but will knock you completely out if he gets an opportunity. Uh, goes on to be the all time leader at, at, at Pittsburgh, um, and, and he'll be a Hall of Famer as well. So um, there were some. I, I, listen, I know in your in your time there has to be some honorable mentions because you said Heinz Ward and, and Champ Bailey, but you also got guys like Zaire. You got Bobo. Yeah. Got, oh yeah, 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 yeah. What Terrell? Were well, you there with Terrell? As well. Terrell Davis, yeah. Terrell yeah. Davis was there. Um, Garrison yeah, those was are honorable right mentions. Correct. And, say that again. No, uh, Garrison Hurts was basically he was left there my freshman year. Him. Yeah, he and, and, and Andre Hastings were there my freshman year. Yeah. Um, but if I'm also going to get some honorable mentions, it's going to be Georgia Tech from '93 to '96. I mean, they helped all of us get a lot of stats, get you know, put us in the record books, you know, and all that. <laughs> other kind of stuff. So, oh, yeah, no. I, I, I'm like, I would have them on the entire backside of the mountain. Oh. Hey, you know what though? Mount Rushmore can't be built without the mountain anyway. I was right? gonna say they were they were built the mountain. Yeah, that's so we true. carving up we carving up at Stone Mountain so they can look down in Atlanta and like we own you. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we're gonna take a hey, we're gonna take a quick break, and on the flip side, we're gonna go into our true players only 
So stick around. We'll be right back. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And we're back, folks. Uh, obviously, now it's time to go into the players only Mount Rushmore. Uh, right before the break, you heard Kobe, you heard Juan talk about their special uh, curveball, if you will, uh, for Mount Rushmore's that they had played with. Uh, Juan, had, Juan, I thought, it, you know, a lot of people look at the mid 90s, you know, mid 90s is like d- tough times, but really look at all the talent that they had, even then, even then, even then. Uh, Adonis, it is not an Auburn shirt, sir. It's not. You ain't gonna catch me dead in that. Juan, you might catch, not me. That is the that is their colors, and they are sponsored by Under Armour. But we'll just not. Nah, well, we'll what, what looks like? Are listen, they also remember, sponsored by Apotheos, or is it just us? I think it's just the dogs, man. Okay, okay, okay. See, it lo- it looks orange, but it's actually a salmon, like Ross. <laughs> <or friends>. <laughs> <laughs> salmon. Salmon. <laughs> oh man that's great that's great no nah, so yeah no nah, it's you know like uh what was it there i had my microphone up ahead of me one time and and to, i think it was to nil or uh j-o-double-g thought that uh that it was orange but it's not so the lighting on my camera side of things makes things look a lot brighter than it really is makes it look um, salmon Okay. Makes, yeah, it looks the same. It makes it look orange. It makes yeah. it look Auburn orange. That's what yeah. it makes it look like. Yeah, yeah right. I know, right? But anyways, uh, let's get back to business. Um, Juan apparently is rubbing off on me because now apparently the Auburn shirt, uh, not the case, farthest thing from it. Um, players only. So the criteria for this one, you, like I said, you can't use uh, – like if you use Kirby Smart, you can't use his coaching – you have to use this playing time only. Um, Kobe, I'm going to let you start on this one. So I, I did um, players no hand, only. No slaps, no slaps only, I promise. No slaps are coming. Yeah, I got you. Um, I did players only, but to try to, like, not conflict with you or Juan, I try to do, like, people that I have actually watched play in a Georgia uniform. Yeah, like, I got you. I got you. So I got uh, top of the list, Todd Gurley. A man, a man was a menace in a in a Georgia uniform. Came was from the a menace UK, for a few from... years um, in the NFL too. I mean, North Carolina's he, finest. He, you you take away the NCAA violation his junior year, I say he uh, probably a... has a good chance to touch that Heisman that year. But oh, he was yeah. phenomenal. The fact oh, that yeah. he returned kicks, like I didn't realize 
and and Robert, you know, there's levels to it. But, like, I didn't realize until I got to Georgia how impressive it is that he returned kicks while he was at Georgia, too. Like, mm-hmm. we've had some damn good players yeah. here. Everybody that remembers that 2014 Clemson run back. <laughs> they can't return kicks. I mean, like, the, the fact that he had that much speed and vision on top of it um, is just really impressive. Yep. Next, I'm going with AJ Green. Unbelievable. So, kind of yeah. same, kind of same way. Got a little NCAA trouble along the way, but um, he he kind of changed the receiver position here at Georgia. I mean, I think you kind of compare everybody to him, at least in in my lifetime growing up. Um, you know, it's like, oh, George, he he reminds you of AJ. Oh, you know, whoever he reminds you of AJ Green. It's kind of the whole um that whole thing. Uh next is gonna be a little bit more or well, I'll skip it. Uh, he'll be last. Aaron Murray's probably next for me. I just think he played really consistent for, for a couple of years. Um I know Juan said Stafford, and Stafford was really good. Um he's a great player, he got drafted, you know, number one overall, but Murray in his time just was at, at Georgia specifically was really, really good, really dominant. You know, a lot of records have his name beside him. And then last is more personal for me. Um, grew up playing offensive line, playing center, a couple different things. But David Andrews, who played center here and now plays center for the Patriots, probably my my fourth man on that list. He was um, quite, the, quite the offensive lineman here and has had – Quite a great NFL career as well. Bishop Don does not. Hey, listen, we we posted a question in the comments. We're t- we're talking players now. Obviously, does Stetson Bennett deserve to be on a UGM Mount Rushmore? Leave that in the comments. Let us know. We'll read them off if you if you do. Uh, if you comment, we'll read them off. Um, Kobe, that you know, honestly, that's a great list. You know what though? I, I will tell you this. So obviously, understanding where Todd Gurley came from, North Carolina, probably one of the best one of the best Georgia players to ever come from the state. Like you've got, you know, you got Zeus from Larnberg. Uh, Tim Worley is another one that a lot of people might not realize came from Lumberton area. Uh, so North Carolina has been good to the dogs over the time as well. Obviously you got Georgia as a state and everything like that, but just going to let you know that North Carolina has been good to them dogs. All right. Um, yeah. And also though, like, AJ Green, right, coming out of Somerville, South Carolina, when I was stationed in Charleston, talking to folks around the area that like really understood the football there. Like the the stories for him coming out of high school alone, the, the kid was ridiculous. It was insane. And then the fact that it translated over into Georgia, right, with having Matt Stafford being, you know, the quarterback to throw to him. Good lord. Like it's insane. Juan, Juan Daniels, take a crack at your players only. Um, players only. I mean, it's 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 pretty much the same that I had before. If if, if I'm looking at, you know, just offensively, I, I you know, an all time, I'd I'd have Stafford at the quarterback. I'd have Herschel in the backfield. I'd have Hines Ward as, as one of the receivers. And um, you know, I, I did say something about about Champ Bailey, but. What I do like about what Kobe said is AJ Green completely, you know, seemed like he revolutionized, you know, what it was to be a, an elite receiver. Um, Hines Ward was 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 really good, but it, he didn't really, you know, 
blossom or get that much better until he got into in, into into the pros. But you know, when you looked at a guy like him, I mean, he was just he was outstanding. Um, so so that would be, I think, that my my four. And obviously, too, I'm an, I'm an offensive guy, so naturally, that's uh, you know the fir- first thing I'm going to look at. Uh, so I got to read up before you do this real fast. Um, so Pat dropped his players only. He's got Juan Daniels, Don Waniels, the goat, and some dude named Herschel. Uh, and asked he asked which version of Juan do I take off my list? <laughs> um, I would say Don Waniels that or Waniels that uh, you know he didn't necessarily pan out the way that we thought he would. So can't re- can't relate. You know what I mean? Like, Heard he's a little slow. Is it is that is that mentally or physically or <laughs> both of them? Both of them. Both of them. <laughs> there we go. It was coming. The second comment was coming. Not a lot yeah. of straight lines. Yeah. 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 Oh man, Juan, you did. You already did your four. I felt like that was extremely fast. Yeah. 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 Wow, that was fast, man. I, when I think you are I'm, the goat. It's easy to know. Yeah. yeah you got to three, four, five are. Mine's going to be a little bit different, right? I, I want to use a Mount. I want to use a Mount Rushmore. You know, obviously, listen. I, I'm going to throw a little curveball in mine, and the reason why I want it to be the most important for me, instead of listen, everybody knows Herschel. Like I get it, and you can't any anyone can't be. But for the sake of entertainment, I'm going to do the most influential for me as a person. One, Todd Gurley. Come from North Carolina, one arguably one of the best running backs in the in the Georgia program history. And not saying he is the best, but one of them. Uh, and and obviously the importance of what he was able to bring to that you know time at Georgia. Um, to Matt Stafford, best quarterback Georgia's ever had. Not saying most successful, but the best quarterback Georgia's ever had. No doubt about it. Um, I'm going to throw a little bit of a curveball here and go no Sean Marino. The reason why I say no Sean Marino is this. The plays that he made were instrumental for me becoming a dog fan. The one specifically was the leap at Arizona State. That was the first time I really got to watch Georgia a lot for me back in 07, 08. Growing up, I had CBS. We didn't have cable, so I had CBS, and you watched whatever SEC game was on at 3.30, and that was it. So I did get to see Georgia here and there, but not nearly enough to really get that feel. But when when No. Sean Marino and, they, and Georgia started getting out to ESPN and things like that, it really opened me up to see a lot more. And boy, oh boy, when he did that at Arizona in, down in Tempe – Jesus, that that solidified it to me. Uh, and the fourth, should I do Juan Daniels? Should I do Juan Daniels just for the hell of it? Oh now, God. apparently, listen, even Ryan Gosling from Remember the Titans had Don Juanios on lock. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's terrible. First, that's off, bad, that's man. That's oh, that's that's, that's terrible. That's terrible. That's because, that is, uh, and then the game afterwards, you know, Ryan lost his position. So <laughs> he did. Damn, he did. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, so so to fin- to round it all off, though, uh, four, dude. There's no way I can leave Nick Chubb off, like off that list. Nick Chubb just, God Almighty, like, whoo! I like y'all remember his first touchdown run? 
It was silly. He, he just like he just it was insane. Like Is it the runs one he out of the shoe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that. Well, that was the twenty fourteen. I think was that the twenty fourteen game. I think it was correct. Yeah. So, like, dude, like, just just an extremely great runner. Like, holds the record for most yards as a running back. I think. Or Herschel still does that, but there was some. He holds some records for Georgia. I thought maybe it was in a season or something. I don't know. I feel like, regardless, you can't leave Nick Chubb off. Um, that was that's just the one for and if for me. That's the curveball, Mount Rushmore. If you got to go general, I think it's almost a unanimous here. Herschel Walker, um, David Pollock is a great name to have on there. Um, you know, Champ Bailey, Hans Ward. I think you can all look at that. But Charlie Trippy, Frank Sequench, right? Just kind of threw a little bit of a curveball in there, right? I think you have to. Do y'all want to? Y'all want to do something fun? Let's do a players only. One, uh, all time, right, Kobe? I know uh, you mentioned you did yours based off of people you've seen in your lifetime. Let's all collectively on the fly make up a Mount Rushmore of all time for players. You want to do that real fast, Kobe? I'll let you start. One of Herschel Walker. That's a. I mean, that's that, that's. I think. Would be so, yeah, Herschel's unanimous. So I guess what we'll do now is we'll each pick. How about we each make one pit to the Mount Rushmore now that we know Herschel's going to be on there? Because you can't just you can't just not have him on there. Yeah, I think that's unanimous get dead giveaway. Kobe, who would you choose if you had one pick to go on your Mount Rushmore? I'm gonna go with I'm. I just guess I'm going Nick Chubb. Still, I'm gonna. I mean, he to me in my in my lifetime, he he is the epitome of what a damn good dog is. Come back, play again, just be an unbelievable leader, humble, just kind of quiet, nose to the grindstone in the weight room. I mean, it, it, it's just who he is. And I mean, to me, it makes him one of the best to ever play. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Landon says Kobe's his only vote. Um, there you go, Kobe. You've made him out Rushmore. Juan, you have your own Mount Rushmore. Mount, Mount Swolmore is is that's oh so sorry sorry yeah sorry no room on the mountain for anybody else right right, Not, right the same right. Splash Mountain yeah <laughs> uh, Juan I'll let so Juan's got his own Mount Rushmore apparently so yeah. who would you who would you put on your all time uh, UGA Mount Rushmore I, I'm gonna uh, honestly I'm gonna go with with Roquan. Um, what he did in that national championship game where he goes and rips his player. Um, no, no, sorry. Nicobe, it was that Nicobe Dean. I'm sorry. Yeah, Nicobe yeah. Dean goes and rips his player. The player comes back there, makes an unbelievable play in that, in that national championship. You can't find any better leadership. And even when they did that ESPN thing with, with Kirk Herbstreet, they all basically said, you know, we listened to Nicobe. And for that, to, I mean, to me, that was the greatest defense that I've ever physically watched. I mean, I've watched some good defenses with Alabama's, the LSU's all the way, all the way across. But that was an unbelievable defense. So for him to be the captain and the leader of that, I mean, that's a lot of control for, for one guy to have and for, you know, to put their faith into him to win it, that, that national championship. Give me Nicobe Dean. He has to be up there. That is, I mean, it's hard to say. I know you mentioned Roquan, and I think Roquan is right there too. I, like, listen, that's arguably the best linebacker we've had ever, ever. Like, there's easy debate between the best. If you chose the best linebacker, like you've got, you've got Roquan, you've got Nakobe Dean. What you think, maybe a Boss Bailey or um, you know somebody like that. But 
I think the first two you think Nakobe and, and Roquan, right? Like, and then that's crazy because there's been so many damn good defensive players. Thomas Davis was another example. Oh, yeah. yeah. But even though, well, even though Thomas Davis, didn't he play? He was a safety. And yeah, he was a strong safety. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, but you look at his success at a linebacker and, and uh, the pros, and it just turned out to be like, damn, he could transition. If what, what would have, what would it have been like had he played, you know, linebacker in at Georgia would have been insane. Um, for mine, I'm going Pollock, man. Like, I don't think people understand, unless you're a Georgia fan, just how fucking good he was. Like, he was just ridiculous. Three-time All-American, like, arguably one of the best defensive players we've had, right? And that's saying something because you've had, you've had so many guys come up through, like, so many, even on the defensive line itself, right? Like, it's just ridiculous. Richard Seymour could be another name you throw out there. Uh, Got to give him a safety love, though, man. Like, think like Greg Blue. Like, right? Like, Greg Blue, arguably the scariest Georgia safety we've ever had. <laughs> He's knocking people out, man. I had the pleasure of talking to him on the show. He earned my – listen, he earned one of my favorite safety status, period, by knocking the hell out of that damn – that hit on that Auburn receiver. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. He don't miss half of his games. At Georgia, if they were have playing with the oh role, my god, the targeting rule, dude. If if targeting was enforced like it was back then, honestly, would would Greg Blue ever be a name like that at this point? I, I honestly don't know. Yeah. The dude was petrifying as a safety. Um, you know, like M one, obviously, you can only doesn't it suck to have a Mount Rushmore with only four because there's so many greats so many through Georgia football, man. Like, you know, uh, and Pat corrected me. Obviously, uh, confirming I was correct. He was a linebacker in the uh, safety at Georgia, linebacker at in the Panthers. Um, and I think I think that that kind of segues into what we've talked about before with you saying you know it's hard to do a top four. Let us know if you want us to do a true all decade team. You know, I mean, I think that we could yeah. go through from from you know the seventies, you know, all the way to mm-hmm. current day. And go position by position and do all decade teams because I agree it is it is tough to say oh what four players in a hundred years are the best four players to ever play here. Y'all just gotta let it listen. We listen to y'all. This is for the people, by the people, man. By the people, for the people. Listen, you tell us what y'all want to hear. We will do it. Now we're not gonna do nothing Florida related for Adonis. Uh, you can go on with that, sir. Um, however, I will. You start- I'll, I'll do. I'll do my favorite four. Florida players that we just beat the hell out of. Do you want to do it? Listen, like, you know what I mean. Like, just we're gonna like, we're gonna make a decision with, right here. Let's right go now. with number one, Felipe, Mister Interception, Franks. Oh yeah, threw a lot of passes to people in red and black uniforms. He might mm. be top mm-hmm. my Mount Rushmore. My favorite, yeah. my favorite coach is uh, Dan Mullen. He would definitely be up there on. Oh on my God. Mount I don't Rushmore. know who was my man before him. The the guy that they said uh, Jim McElwain. Yeah, wasn't he the one that they said took the naked picture with the shark? That yeah. kind of surfaced on Probably. That was a pretty oh, good no. one. That was a pretty oh, good no. one. Yeah. Must champ, he, he redeemed himself by coming over to Georgia. Outside of that, he probably would have been one of our top picks for the Florida. Well, he went to South Carolina first, though. Yeah. Pat, Pat will have to look it up. Another shout-out to whoever fumbled that ball in, like, I think it was a 2012 game. He was going to score, and we – Oh, oh my God! On the fumble. I know. Shout out that about. receiver. Appreciate that. It one. was a t- it was a tight end. It was, it was a good, a tight good end. looking out. 
That was a huge, looking out for old number one. Pretty well, Jarvis, you talk about Jarvis Jones, right? The one yeah. That yeah, I think Jarvis Jones punched it out, but y'all keep it up. Y'all keep going. I'll look it up. Yeah, well, I'll and, and shout out to that '97 Florida team that you know helped us break that curse, and then after that, we just started, you know, shout out to the Florida team that let Ren- Lindsey run. You know, I mean, I, I got a couple of them. We, I'll tell you right now, Adonis is punching air right now. He ain't like he ain't happy about this whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shout out, shout out to the 2020 Florida Gators. You might have beat us, but man, was it a fun season to watch y'all choke it away. Yeah. What about shout out to Florida season? for letting Cam Newton go? I mean, even though he was out there stealing laptops, but you know, shout out to what about every Florida team prior to Steve Spurrier? Because they all been ass. Yeah, they were they were yeah. well, except for that '83 team was pretty decent when they had uh, Emmett Smith. Yeah, he was, oh, sorry, you yeah. had a generational running back. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, but then Shout after out. that, they, they went back. They went back to trash. Shout out the team. I don't remember what year it was. When <laughs> oh yeah, that's when like the, the the 2020 throwing this too. <laughs> yeah, that's what. And then that was a great one. The other one, yeah. um, I don't remember what year it was. But when they had Jeff Driscoll and they started six and zero, and then he like got 20... deemed ineligible for the rest of the year, and they lost like four games following Driscoll, that. Driscoll was in like the mid uh, mid twenty tens. Yeah, it was. But like whatever. I mean, they, they came out. They came out looking hot with six and zero, like number top ten. I don't know. And then he got popped for PEDs and oh, um, yeah. and left. And they, I think they finished the year. Maybe I like will, yeah, look, I'm going to I'm going to give Florida some credit. That oh that oh six to oh eight era when they had Percy Harvin and Tebow. Listen, that was a legit good team. And, and Aaron Hernandez, yeah, they, I mean, they had Chris, a lot of Chris Lee too. Team. Chris Lee, yeah, Chris Lee. They had, they, I mean, Cam was on that team. They had a they had a legitimate. You know, he had a. You know, he did a great job with you know dealing with a lot of those convicts. You know, I mean, yeah. he was. Hey, it, it, it was deemed the Ministry of Convicts. Y'all remember yeah, he was, that? He was a warden. Is basically what he was. I mean, um, he was so like just all want to give you a crew with the you know meme machine. Yeah. <laughs> Who's caretaker? <laughs> um, so apparently Pat has an issue. Uh, he ran into an issue trying to pull up a Gator stats, but Cam stole his laptop. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, everybody remembers 2007, the UGA dance. Guys, why don't, why don't we think about this? Maybe sometime soon we need to do a best of, like, Florida Gators game moments against just the Gators. Maybe we could do that. Or maybe, against maybe the, yeah, the Gators or, and, and Auburn. Too. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I forgot the about the Pouncy The Pouncy The Pouncy Yeah. Clown. I think, I, think, I think Adonis was a caretaker back then. That's I really think so. I really think so. Maybe that's the case. It's crazy that we talked so much about Florida Gators, but I mean, literally outside of C. Spurrier and Urban Meyer, you've been absolute dog shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Go for the you. Muschamp years were really, really bad, and then I, I can't even think of the guy who was there before Muschamp. Oh Jesus. Um. Adonis, did you like Chris? Uh, did you like Chris? It went, straight, it went straight from no. It was a guy between Urban and Muschamp. Yep, I can't think of his. I can't think of the guy's name. He was really bad. They even had a, um, I want to say the Twitter handle that was like fire or such. I can't even think of his name. I mean, he was. He was. All, I think he came from Illinois. He used to be the coach at uh, head coach at Illinois. Jesus. Um, can't think I don't of know. Help us out, Pat. Help us out, Pat. Yeah. Uh, said, "Come to the treehouse." Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, like, if we go back to it, though, right? I think. 
ultimately to wrap this thing up and kind of revert away from the Gator garbage, we've talked too much about the Gators. It's time to flip back to the real team. That's the Georgia Bulldogs. They're so, like I said, it's it's so hard to create on uh, Mount Rushmore, right? Like I said, so much so that we did two, and like we we started with two and ended up doing what four or five, like depending on circumstances and stuff. Um, so obviously, it's very subjective. But you know, like I said, if leave us a hey in the comments, leave us a Mount Rushmore that you you know, and then we'll maybe bring them up on the next show. All right. Um, if you like the Mount Rushmore idea concepts, let us, hey, let us know. Like it, like the show, comment, things like that. It doesn't go unnoticed. Also, Kobe, you mentioned to this all-decade team, perhaps. If y'all want to see that, listen, everybody knows that while you wait for the season to start, things get slow, if you will. Um, not Wednesday, though, but there are some times when you can see some you know stuff slow down, but we don't stop around here on the DGD podcast. We don't stop, folks. Um, yeah, it was it was Ron Zook. Sorry. Oh God. I Ron Zook, but yeah, he he was he was horrible. He Juan, I, I know the problems with Juan though. Juan had to go up against Spurrier his entire collegiate career. It was terrible. Yeah, that's I, oh God. It was terrible. Oh God. Anyways, let us know in the comments what your you know what your Mount Rushmore would be. Give us some criteria too. Just make sure we understand it. Uh, obviously, your oh, Mount Rushmore is your Mount Rushmore. Um, one, or sorry, excuse me, Black Adonis asked, and I think this would be our last comment before we wrap this thing up. How long did it take y'all to carve the original Mount Rushmore? One, you remember? Man, it was probably about uh, 120 something years. It was it was tough. You know, we didn't have the technology that you have today. We literally had like the chisel and the hammer, and you know, we had to go out there and just and and the, and the wagon, basically, like you were building the Egyptian pyramids on. Yeah, the- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's that's old school right there. Yeah. Uh, other than that, though, folks, I think obviously, listen, Mount Rushmore is a Mount Rushmore. There's so much history behind in, in Georgia football that I don't know if I mean you'll find some folks that have common Mount Rushmores, but dude, you could literally have a hundred Mount Rushmores and not all of them be a hundred percent identical. Guaranteed. This, this just came to my head. I don't know why. Um, and Juan, you can help me. Um. Is his, is his name Mike? Was that his name? The the fan that paints the bulldog on his head. Oh God, he passed away. Yeah, yeah. was yeah. Grant his grant his dad did it. He did it. Now his son does it. Was it Keeping Mike? That, I don't know. That tradition. Yeah, I, don't know I, it is. I, I know who you're talking about. I, yeah. I, I just don't he, know the name. Honorable mention, non non um non player. Yeah. Hold on. What about what about the what about the student what about the student in the video that's painted all white? It's the power of the dogs. <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know that video like sum- summarizes the entire Georgia fan base uh, from anyone outside of it. That's what people look at. So it, it is iconic with the Georgia fan Mike, base. And, Mike and Woods. Mike Woods. Mike okay. Woods. He's who he's who paints. He what about? Paint hold on. I cannot do this. I cannot do this. I have to give my one honorable mention because we've had him on before. The fucking Spike Squad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you can't have UGA and an accurate representation without the Spike Squad. Uh, Eric Johnson says honorable mention to Uncle Lou. Okay. Fair enough. Funny dude. Gets a lot of trolls, though. Gets a lot of trolls from other teams around the NCAA. 
I go lie though. It's funny to listen to. If you want to hear some shit talk, go listen to Uncle Lou. Just let you know that. Um, other than that, though, folks, listen. Great show. I enjoyed this. I love I love these topics because you always do this with your friends and stuff. So it's fun to put this on the, in, in the live form, right? Uh, Kobe, Juan, any final words before we wrap this thing up? When is football season? <laughs> oh, my God. This is painful. Why is it baseball painful? season? Baseball season is right around the corner. Georgia. Well, baseball. I'm just I'm just ready for us to start. You know, to start our three P. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I get I get that. Uh, speaking of, Kobe mentioned the baseball team. What about the basketball team snapping that losing streak to South Carolina, coming back and winning that game in overtime? Well, I don't games. know how I don't know there's how first some, you are with the other Georgia sports, but it's there's some games that they have on their schedule ahead of them that are very winnable, and then there are some. There's some ass beatings ahead as well. You're at Alabama. You're at Arkansas. Tennessee, you just you just got whooped by at Tennessee. So there's yeah. some there's some some ugly games ahead, but there are a couple winnable games. Um, I think overall, Mike White's doing a great job, kind of turning around uh, what was an abysmal basketball team the past three years. Yeah, that shit was hard to watch. Um, and I think we're we're excelling in pole vaulting too, so that'll be something just to keep an eye. Juan, is there any way? And, and this will literally be the last comment. Is there any way that you have pictures of of, of Don Wanyels? Can you find him in the record books? Uh, let me look. Let me look, and then that way I can send you what I have, and then we can we can post them on the uh, was, you know, was on Twitter. Did was he was he the box cut? Yeah, he was the box. He was the box. He was okay. So fair enough. Fair enough. All right. With that being said, folks, if you enjoyed the show, like, subscribe. If you listen to podcasts, if you like it, let us know. Leave us a review. It doesn't take a lot of time, and it helps the show tremendously. With that being said, apparently Black Adonis said high jump. Um, you know, I, I can't help you there, Adonis. I don't know. Uh, with that being said, have a great rest of your day. Uh, tune in Wednesday for hey for those that keep up with recruiting. Traditional National Signing Day is Wednesday. Dogs looking to finish strong. I'm just gonna let y'all know that, and not only for the 23 class. Keep that in mind. With that being said, have a great rest of your day. We'll catch y'all back here Wednesday. Go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.